Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. Also, are you a fan of Block Talk? Well, our newest fans are the fabulous team at Daft Boy. With the highest quality fans, accessories, and gear for any occasion, Daft Boy is here to serve it to you every day. And over at Daft Boy, you can create your own custom fan like the Block Talk fan I thwarp at every show. Fans of Block Talk can receive 15% at checkout using code BLOCKTALK. Visit daftboy.com today. And as always, follow me on Instagram and at Michael Block Talk on Twitter at Theater in the Now and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Good God, girl, why it gotta be another Rucap? It's time to break it all down from episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11. And joining me on this journey through two of the worst movies ever, it's a girl who shines bright in the sky, Alora Borealis. Hello, all my lovely northern lights. How are you? I'm doing lovely. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm Yeah, I'm hanging in there. Um, so let's start it off. Where did you watch the episode last night? I watched it at home last night. At home, so you hosted your own viewing party. I had to close the door because I was very, very loud in my home. Are we surprised? No. Exactly. But, um, but I broke my own philosophy that I stole, sort of stole, from Keija Carr, where I started this thing back in the beginning of All Stars 4, where I tried to go to a different bar every week. To support any of the local girls as much as possible. So I think every, I think everyone should do that. Like if you're faithful to one person, sure. But at least three or four times in this during a season of Drag Race, I feel like you should go to a different bar just to support any of the local. Well, that's queens. very kind. Well, let me know when you're coming to the Chelsea Bell um, uh, with Nicole and Oscar, where I watched last night. I should do that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They have really good food. Um, they have drink specials. You can get the um, I drink the Honey Davenport because it is uh, Jack Honey and Ginger, and it's really good. And it's also Honey Davenport. Well, yes, but it's also really good. Wow, we are starting already three minutes into this podcast. Amazing. How I missed you so much. Well, let's get into this. So I sometimes post on Facebook, like if if anyone has any questions, we'll try to answer it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to start the podcast. We have a question for my OG drag baby, Bijou. Um, She asks, who are your favorites this season and why? It's only episode two, so I haven't really pinned anyone down yet, per se, but if I had to choose at this moment, and I hate that it's only, like, winning people so far, but uh-huh. it's just where I'm going because I really, truly enjoy them. So far, it's Brooklyn Heights. I would agree there. I don't care what anyone says. I'm obsessed with Silky. I love her so goddamn much. Crunch, crunch, munch, munch. Absolutely. And Evie Oddly. Okay, I would, I'm so I would intrigued take, by her. I would take your first and third. I, I I think Evie is a fresh, bright spot on this show. I kind of live for the fact that she's kind of the Dragula sense of the show yeah. that need that it needed that they even um Acid Betty didn't quite bring to us season it's, six. It's and I hate eight, I hate I, I I I'm one of those people. Sometimes I make analogies and comparisons. I hate doing it. I apologize, but I see Evie. As if you, and this is really bad, if you combined Layla McQueen with Dax exclamation point. I, yeah, I see that too. All the best parts of Layla and whatever's left of Dax. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm Not quite as nerdy, but still great. No, but she'll give you costume. Yes. Like Jax does. But that's a throwback to season eight. Um, so yeah, let's let's dive into the actual episode. Um, it's post-elimination, Soju is gone, and the sister-sister talk is in Ugh. full bloom. Um, it's the season of the cyst. Ugh. Um, Vanjie thinks that you can't say cyst when Mamaru is in your presence. Do you agree? Eh, who cares at this point? You can't say most things in front of her at this point. Well, I mean, you can't even those... talk to her off camera. So it's one of those things where you're like, okay, Vanjie worked. Can we say sis? Is sis our thing? Can we say Vanjie in front of her anymore before her cracking up? No, no probably not. Well, Brooklyn, she feels amazing and can't wait to go to Paris because she thrived. Um, I don't know if you saw her Instagram, but like her, like the breakdown of what her trip is, it's fucking incredible. No, I didn't see it. What well, is it? There's like. Um, a couple dinners and tours and like it's a it's a lot. I would thank I've you. never been it, to Europe, so someone taking. Well, thank you, Mister B and B. Yeah, well, Scarlet, she's shocked she didn't win the challenge because the girls had told her that her dress is something they would actually wear. Minus the Q, holes. Brooklyn pointing out the holes in her costume. Um, I, you, I, I'm sure that uh, Scarlet has since fixed it because she wore it last night at um, the viewing party at Metropolitan. Oh, fun! Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they were just popped seams. They weren't holes. They were, they were like it would be one thing if they were holes like in the middle of the dress, but they were clearly popped seams from Fair. walking around, sitting down in the um, whatever untucked lounge, yeah. whatever they call it now, interior illusions, backstage, whatever. Um, so Scarlet tells us that if you feel your oats so hard, you forget that there are other oats there. What is she talking about? I don't know. Is she trying to reference Gia and her oats by making her own try to oats I meme? Think it didn't work. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. It's like it's like she was saying, oh my god, Scarlet's forgetting that everyone else is here. It's like, yes, because she just won. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's time for the next day, and it's wrecking ball time as Nina carries Brooklyn on her back and Silky gets a Kyria. Um, Silky thinks it's a great idea to play Bang, Mary Kill, and it starts off with Kahana, um, who picks Plastique to marry, and then Silky is so fucking offended because beauty fades, Kahana then decides to pick the fried chicken concoctor herself, Silky, um, to marry, but what Silky doesn't expect is that all the girls would kill her too. I mean, I'm not surprised that Ariel said that, so. Yeah, well, I have a question for you. Bang, Mary Kill, the cast of season 11. I have to think about all of them in and out of drag at this at the moment. Um, Bang Kahana, mm-hmm. Mary Brooklyn, uh huh, and kill Soju. Wow, you killed that's, the sister. Cyst was. Ugh. You don't want a cyst on a taint cyst near you. I don't want the not a dress near me. Woof, woof. Well, Mama Roo, she returns as she announces her favorite mini-challenge, the Celebrity Photobomb, is back, and I'm just not excited for it. It's a really cop-out of a challenge. Um, so we get 15-minute drag and some really fascinating creations. I just realized, this is the exact same mini-challenge that we discussed the last time I was here, yeah. and it's hilarious. Isn't That's so funny. funny. Well, Nina, she gets Cardi B and wears that horrid pink pom-pom hair, paints a gap in her teeth, and she, to me, is just what campy greatness is. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Well, Plastique, she's looking like a blonde little mermaid, um, and it's time to photobomb Amber Rose, and even ugly Plastique is pretty. It's like when Asia O'Hara did ugly. Yeah. Um, I thought like this was a great start for Plastique in her episode, because we got to see a lot of personality out of her. Yeah, I was quite honestly very genuinely surprised about it, because 
And she's very surprising for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Because when I first saw her, I was like, okay, you're a dancer. You're an Alyssa Edwards girl. That's great. Is there anything else? Because, like, I'm waiting for the surprise. And she's very genuinely surprising yeah. me, and I'm living for it. Yeah. I want to see more. Uh, I'm me very too. excited. Well, Scarlett, she's the flower girl for Harry and Meghan. Um, she's over the top, but it's enjoyable. It's fine. It worked. Silky is out of control. I'm sorry. She's fucking out of control. The, yeah, this was a Tom lot. Brady got all of it. Um, she's not modest at all and strips down to nothing. That being said, good for her. I would never. I could never. I would. I would. I, no. I think it was so funny that, and I love this about her especially, that she would never give a shit about this, but she didn't even need a censor bar. And this is when the podcast goes silent. I, it was just, it was so funny to me. I was like, I know she don't give a shit, so I'm going to say it at some point, but like, that was great. I thought that was so funny, and she and would laugh at herself about that. this with Alora Borealis. Sorry! Not... Not sorry. Nope. So continue that. Well, all right. Let's get this back on track. Ariel, she photobombs Celine. Rue asks her what her favorite Celine Dion song is. She says, my heart will go on, and I agree with Rue. How boring. Boring. Um, I think she looks incredibly different as a brunette. I've seen her in so many different colored hair because I'm one of those people who follows yeah. her on Instagram. And I, so... I just started following her because like, I, I, she's my season crush as a boy. Um, <laughs> I don't care how much makeup you... Like, you're cute. Yeah. That being said... When she wears her hair up and it's smaller like it is, she, it focuses on how much of a man it, she is. Huh. She looks like a man with that hair. Really? I didn't yeah. think so. I thought it framed her face very well. It just I made didn't... it look like she... She looked like... Which I only saw this movie of like two or three weeks ago out of Forced Out of Boredom. Trolls. <laughs> she looked like Princess Poppy with dark hair. Uh, she's Poppy, bitch. <laughs> okay. Next. Well, Evie Oddly, she is the girl we deserve. Her photobomb of Paris and Nicole with the foam coming out of her mouth oh is what nightmares are made of. I mean, I think that's just Evie in general, in the best way. Yeah. So. Um, honey, she didn't do gross uh, quick, quick drag. Very interesting. She looked very pretty. Um, and unfortunately, it was a very forgettable moment um, as she photobombed Mariah. Um, but that dress is something I've like never seen before. It's interesting on her. It was, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of disappointed they went with the one most obvious choice of the Ooh, let me cover my ear. This sounds terrible. Look, and it's like, honey, did a lot funnier things. Yeah. You picked the wrong one. Well, Kahana, Kahana, uh, she looks ratchet as she photobombed Gwyneth Paltrow. That's the only time? Oh, God, you're so mean. I'm, I'm going to text her right now and be like, my friend is being mean to you. Because you met her in Las Vegas when you went. Mm-hmm. And I have her number, so whatever. Moving on, it's Sugar. Um, Sugar, Sugar fills, fulfills the dream of getting Zac Efron's autograph. Um, it was fine. That water bottle whole thing, that was a mood right there for Zac Efron. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Do you think that's how big Zac Efron is? The size of water I'm willing to find out. Of course you are. Well, next, Akira. She takes a poop on Nicki Minaj's train of the gown, and honestly, I didn't even remember it until I watched it again. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. (laughs) Brooklyn Heights, um, this is what a uh, transformation is. I loved it. Um, she you can does see her boy shorts, I or her underwear care. through her. No, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not criticizing her. It was funny. That's what made it, it was. Even um, she did look like Suzanne Summers. It was terrifying. She did. Um, but her photobomb kind of looked Trumps. like a young Kellyanne Conway almost. Oh no! Well, she did get the trumps, and she bared her ass and spreads those legs, which she apparently does very well. And I'm uh, that was a mad. That was a censor bar. I was upset with. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mercedes um, has a beard. Um, she's with Kellyanne Conway and checks if she has panties on. That was sad. 
That, um, whole, that whole photo is sad anyway, but that just didn't true. add anything to it. Raja, um, I too forgot about her. Um, her photo bomb of Anna Wintour was bland as all hell. I don't even remember what she did. Exactly. exactly. What did she do? I don't, I don't know. I don't um, remember. Vanessa Vangie Mattel, she looked so stupid. So stupid and it was funny. Um, and that's, that that's face, Vangie. That face will haunt me forever and ever. That's Vangie. Yeah. Well, Madonna and Kim K took the weirdest selfie ever, but Vanjie did not win because the winners of this challenge were Brooklyn Heights and Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Two winners already. Um, they each win $1,000 at FierceQueen.com. Have you ever visited FierceQueen.com? I have. They're overpriced. <gasps> what did you get there? Uh, nothing. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, sounds like you need a sugar daddy, so... Don't we all? Yeah. Even sugar daddies need sugar daddies. I never had a sugar daddy. I've never wanted a sugar daddy. If I want a sugar daddy, yes, I can go to him because I am what? Tired of this meme. Yeah. Well, it's the Mexi Challenge, and the girls will be starring in two blockbusters, Good God Girl Get Out and Why It Gotta Be Black Panther. Did you make that pun on purpose? Which pun? Blockbuster. Do you know that I'm a writer and I do this on purpose? I hate puns. Well, um, first off, have you seen Get Out or Black Panther? Yes, both. Did you like them when you saw them? Yes. Did you like what they did to them on Drag Race? I would have if it was better. Well, it was better acted. Acted? Oh, I just want fucking better writing. That well, too. Yeah, well, we'll always that too. But that kind of goes without saying at this yeah. point. Did we bought, we all saw that damn me. thing during All Stars Four with the freaking Sex and the Kitty. Hire God, me. kill me. Hire anyone. No, hire me. If you can get Bobby Moynihan, you can let Lauren Mi- Lauren Michaels will let you borrow some of his writers because they're at least halfway decent. Well, Brooklyn, she picks Nina, Raja. Honey, Sugar, Plastique, and Ariel. Silky gets Akira, Vanjie, Mercedes, Evie, Kahana, and Scarlet. And Scarlet is pressed like a panini that she was picked last. She is Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. First, I have Maybe a question if for you. Roger the Alien from American Dad in that episode was playing oh Julia god, Roberts. Oh god. I have a, just a general question. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this phrase before. I've never used it until recently. Um, have Do you use the phrase pressed? Not often, but I'm familiar with it. Okay. I never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Pressed like a panini. It's rehearsal time. Brooklyn has plastique play nails, a Vietnamese nail technician, and I was worried for it to go south. It was funny. It was good. Oh, no. It was great. Uh, it was Silky. definitely better than other people doing yeah, nail well, techs. So, boy. Silky assigns Scarlett the main role and tells her to go white with it. Because that's the thing she That was said. a choice. Kahana gets a two-line role and is terrified of doing poorly, and that is what we call foreshadowing. Vanji has no idea how to read or understand a script, apparently. I'm surprised she knew how to read. Yeah. Well, Rue comes by and asks the team why it got to be Black Panther, how Brooklyn picks her roles, and she says it went down to who had a theater background and who would work well together in their scenes. That's a choice. I mean, I kind of stand by what Michelle said way, 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 way back when... You're drag queens. You don't need a theater background in particular to be a decent actor. You should know how to do something. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Rue decides uh, to ask who the girls are afraid of on the other team, and Ariel is not afraid to say she thinks the personalities will clash. So producer Rue, she hears what that said and gets down and dirty and straight up asks who is problematic, and Ariel calls out Silky. And drama starts on episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rue then decides to ask if they are all trying to one-up her, and they all say no immediately, because that is apparently what they think the answer should be. And do you know what Rue says? Rue says, well, you might want to try. If you can get over her vocals. Yeah. Well, 
Rue then heads over to Team Silky and she tells Silky what the other girl said and ooh, the tea is hot. Rue tells it like it is and says she sucks the air out of the room. Well, Silky is sorry she was given a big straw. And How big yes, was that straw? At the end of the day, Silky makes Rue laugh and has a lot to work with, and that is how you become successful on the show. Doesn't matter what accusations are out there right now. Or apparently you get in a fight with her and say, is there something on my face? Sure, but this is how stars are made on RuPaul's Drag Race. You make Rue laugh. Silky is not happy how the other team is talking about her, but what's she going to do? She'll talk about it later. It's time to film with Ross and Michelle. And first up is why I gotta be Black Panther. Uh, we enter Dragonda, and Brooklyn can't uh, get the line Beyonce what? Like, say what? Can you get it? Beyonce what? Wow, you could be on Drag Race! Cast me. Uh, Sugar is no stranger to drugs, apparently, and plays around with her um, Auntie Maxine role, and it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. It's just like, do, did we need another Auntie Maxine moment? No, never. Absolutely but... not. Well, Ariel plays Sissy, and I kind of love her beat and her hair. Wasn't Sisty? Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone had to say it. Sorry. Here we go again. Um, the costume was horrible. It was really bad. Everyone's costume was pretty horrible, not, except not. for Sugar's or the Honey's. Honey, or Honey's. Or Honey's. They didn't I, let I, me finish. I remember that one. Um, my favorite part of Raja and Plastique is Plastique's freaking green screened arm. Did you notice that? I, like the whole thing was why was she sticking it out because the whole she was time? supposed to have an arm so she needed to have the green screen catch it that's why she had the green green glove on but she could have been a little more relaxed with it the sleeve no have... no they wanted to sleeve out i think otherwise it just would have been like yeah well i mean even something like the like bent arm downward it just it was very awkward because then her sleeve was up the whole I time think with that's nothing what they there because was... maybe she had a nub um yeah it was just really funny and and stupid and ross and michelle find her just hilarious it, she was um nina reason. uh in the rehearsals played it very straight as does honey and in, it was okay there were choices but nina looks like she was kicked out of original production of the lion king because, yeah like that lampshade uh, on that more head. like a miscast production of Black lion Panther. king no well both yeah well it's time for good god girl get out evie and womanly drag is kind of hilarious but kind of sexy I don't, I don't mind it no me no it was great it was real pretty yeah i like the red hair it reminded me a lot of aja's flower runway from all stars 3 if you remember that one yeah i don't mm, i don't see the comparison like the the, like the the outfit itself and the style of the hair was just a different color not so much the makeup but the silhouette itself i'll have to go back and review the tapes well vanji is not a regular dad she's a cool dad oh my god um this is hilarious because her dark dorky is not her brand at all, and we just learned that Cookie Monster is who Vanjie is. Um, poor Mercedes and Kahana, their parts were just a waste, and um, Mercedes not knowing the line of the reference is actually such bad for taste for the show. Yeah, what I think the show could have done, and Michelle and Ross could have at least been like, "Paris is burning. Paris is burning." Yeah given her that and then if she couldn't even pick up on that that's when we start to have a dialogue of why this movie is important education children exactly i wish they would have mentioned the name i mean i my thing was like they seem to really put a lot of pressure on her and they didn't even kind of 
think about the part that she actually kind of has an accent, and maybe that was a hindrance to her saying opulence because she has an oh, accent. Oh, girl, girl, did you not hear what Akira said in um, uh, Untucked? No. <laughs> yeah, that's not an excuse. Accents are an excuse. I'm not saying it was an excuse, but they didn't take it into account. No, they didn't. Well, Kahana, she looks like a flapping duck. Um, but you know who else had a little, uh, issues with pronunciation and just laughing and language and everything? Silky. Silky. Oh, Silky. But it's okay with her, apparently, right? Mm. All right. It's Wait, most, lim- as long as she's screaming over everything. It's true. Well, it's Lemonation Day, and Scarlet is feeling very confident. Silky is wearing clown white on her face because she is trying something different. Um, I kind of wish she just came out with that and was like, that was her look. Because what she served this was not. I was just confused because, like, she was saying, I'm going to contour with turquoise, and then they cut to her contouring with what looked like gray. And I was like, wait, I thought you were going to do turquoise. It would have, I thought it would look great with the outfit she ended up wearing, and I was like, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to that. But Silky is ready to find out who talks shit about her. She asks Brooklyn, and everybody is being quiet. So Evie decides to jump in, and Ariel finally steps forward. Ariel and Silky start getting into it as Evie thanks Ariel for being real and tells the other girls to say it to Silky's face if they have the balls to say it to Rue. Uh oh. Insert every little piece of drama that. Is gonna sh- is probably not gonna happen the rest of the season in the first two yeah. episodes. Well, Raja is offended by Evie, and they start getting into it. And Evie attacks her makeup, and Raja compares Evie's mug is like finger painting with your feet. Have you ever feet painted? No. Did it look well? I would ask. Did it look like Evie's face? Probably not, because she was only half done. Well, you God. should try it tonight. You should like go home and feet paint. <laughs> I don't think I have any paint at home. Well, then go to Michael's tomorrow and do it tomorrow night. Fine. Um, so, as Raja says, an ugly girl could never come for a pretty girl, and this is just one of the most problematic things to be said on this Seriously, though, it was so, like, harsh. This was not a good look for Raja this episode. It was so unnecessary. Especially because, like, yeah, she's kind of pretty, but, like, still, like, there's absolutely no reason to be that way. Yeah. Ever. Well, while this is going on, Silky decides she needs to take her beauty mug off and take uh, needs to do a beauty mug and takes off her clown white. Um, the girls talk about traveling for pageants, and we learn that Mercedes has shared a story about her being on the no-fly list. And Evie is just not happy to hear that this uh, hear about this uh, societal racism. And um, I think it was a really sweet moment. It was it was good to have that contrast of all that drama and then get into like some serious topics about yeah. Mercedes. But I gotta be real. I thought this was a Mercedes swan song. I thought she was gone because of this um, moment. This like, whole oh, this episode, episode seemed like her swan song. Yeah, well, um, she also reveals that she had a stroke during a pageant and she lost all feeling on her right side and hid from social media and the public because she was embarrassed of what had happened and what she looked like. And I hate that. That's it makes yeah. us feel sad. No, well, like the way they twisted that in the editing—not surprisingly so—but like they twisted that in the editing, and you're like, "Oh my god, she's telling a sob story." When it was like. Well, we'll get to that on the runway part, because yeah. that's well, where it, went, it really went yes. down. Well, Rue is serving her own version of Wakanda realness, and I think it was a pretty sickening look. I liked it. I didn't yeah. mind it. Um, the, the, guest judges, yeah, the hair was great. The guest judges of the night are Bobby Moynihan, who um, we learned that if he, if he were a drag queen, he would be either Fatty Lapone or Better Midler. Which one would you pick for him? Patty Le- Fatty Lapone. Yeah. That was just, that was so good. Yeah. And then Sydney Noel from Black Panther and Glow. Are you a fan of Glow? I've never watched. <gasps> it. Oh my god! Go home and watch. I know we've Glow. talked it about this so before. It's so good. I know it's so it's so good. Well, in honor of 
the What's Your Sign runway, we will be playing I Saw the Sign or I Did Not See the Sign. And if you did not know the reference, you are getting an education in 90s, 90s music from me starting tomorrow. Whoa, 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 yeah. I don't have the rights for it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry. We are going to start off with Brooklyn Heights as Pisces. Okay. I love this, but I also want more from it because I think she could have gone further. Um, the plastic really gives it a dynamic feel, but the fish, they were bad. I thought she was an Aquarius at first. Right, until the, you saw like, I like, thought it was the, a splashing water, and then Rue was like, oh, Pisces. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, those are fish on her. Yeah, they looked really bad. Um, they weren't doing it for me. I love the hair, um, but I'm really longing to see her do something bigger eventually. And yeah. I hope she will. And I, 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 I'm. You mean not wear blonde hair? I don't no. I don't <laughs> mind wearing blonde. I just want a different a variance of a blonde, love a big. Yes. I want big. Yes. I want you, you did the pageant. Give me a pageant hair. Yes. Um, for me, I saw the sign. I did absolutely. Yeah. Plastic tiara as Aries. Um, we wanted a new silhouette, and girl, we got it. Um, I love the black and gold of it all. Um, the horns needed to be a little bigger, in my opinion. Oh, I didn't mind them. What I didn't love was her makeup. What Jeez. I didn't love was exactly something that Michelle Visage clocked her on is she wore the exact same boots from the challenge. And I saw, I like, I was looking down as it was like yeah. scrolling down her. I was like, yay, pretty, pretty. What the fuck, bitch? Yeah. You're wearing the same boots. I was like, it's Latrice Royale all over again. Now here's the question. Were the boots intended for the look or were the boots intended for the, uh, for why it gotta be Black Panther? Probably both. And that was her downfall. Oof. Bad call, girl. Bad, bad call. Bad, 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 But bad she call. looked gorgeous yeah um she is a very strong queen um i i'm excited by her i loved her in that poofy hair it was so cute yeah it looked so good on her um i wish the leotard had a little more attention to detail on it like give me a little more stones or a little more sparkle to or it. or even like something on the like around her hips that was an yeah. extra piece of gold something at the end of the day for me i did see the sign i saw the sign agreed it opened up my eyes and now we're gonna close our eyes because it's raja o'hara as capricorn um, as someone said last night at the viewing party, I believe it actually was, um, Nicole, um, I saw that dress on Fashion Nova. I thought the, the dress, aside, aside from the dress, I thought the look I, itself was fairly well executed yes, because the face, of the, 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 the face, the she horns, can paint. She can and the, um, hooves. I thought mm -hmm. that was real cute, but like, but the, here's, here's what she said. The walk was confusing. Here's what she said. She said, Capricorn is a mixture of a goat and a fish. Where but was the fish? I, I'm getting poodle. Yeah. Yeah, the I was fish getting... is probably the scale like of the dress, but it wasn't scaly. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't scaly. It was Fashion Nova. Yeah. Um, and there was a weird walk she was doing. It was very strange. Because, Maybe that's what she was supposed to do. She was a was flopping the fish she, down the runway. She had the um, the hooves, but she was actually wearing heels on the bottom. Because you can see them. As no, the, yeah, I, yeah. So it didn't complete the look for me. I mean, in Maybe terms of it... execution, it's not there. Memorable, yes, because we're definitely yeah. going to remember it. Um, for me, I did not see the sign. I saw the sign, but my eyes were closed. It was in a dream. Oh, okay. There we go. We're now adding <laughs> new categories. It's time for Nina West. I always do that. Um, she was a Leo, and it's literally like some embellishments on a black cocktail dress. I didn't see it as Leo. I thought she was literally on fire. It took me until she slightly turned to her... Is she Queen Disaster? Oh, God. Um, I don't love the red she hair. She wasn't perfect. She wasn't beautiful. Well, she was beautiful, but... I, um, I don't love the red hair on her. No, it's me not either. What I expect. This is now two runaways in a row where she's wearing red hair, and I'm like, okay. We I will give her credit, though. It, like, it took too long to get there, but when she turned and I saw the lion on her chest, I was like, oh, that's that was fantastic. Yeah, well, lions are kings of the jungle, but that crown was wrong. It wasn't queen. 
Um, I did not see the sign here. Nope, me either. I felt bad, but I didn't. Next up, Honey Davenport as a Leo. Um, that mane is giant, and I live for it. I loved the little glitter that it had all over on the fr- on the. Uh, yeah, the forehead. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Uh, the That's face the is lioness, and is to what tied the look together. The bodysuit is fine. It ties it all together. It's not my favorite, but also, I look forward to hearing about the look when the season is over. Overall, it's safe. It was safe, but it, it was, was cute. It was real cute. It was though. safe. Yeah, it was cute. Um, again, the, what made this was that hair. That yeah. hair was everything. So I'm going to see the sign. I saw the sign. I saw the sign. Yeah. Sugarcane as Scorpio. It's an impactful Scorpio, no. It's a cool and exciting thing, but this does not read Scorpio whatsoever, and I need a stinger, and that hair is not a stinger. Nope. Um, Or cause, something. It's the impact. She made a look. The challenge was not successful. She looked sickening, though. Yes. Um, I'm going to say, because I didn't love everything about it, I did not see the sign. I would have said I saw the sign if it was the sign, but I didn't see the sign. But the outfit was amazing. Yes. Well, Ariel Versace is Aries. Um, this is look is very much her. I love the muted purple. Uh, the hair is big. Uh, what's not working is the skirt. Yes, and that's I don't exa- know if it was, it's a padding or if it was just ill-fitting. It was also so, the back of it. Yes, my thing was this. I'm familiar with the designer who made her outfit, and I love who him. Is it? It's Brandon Bermudez. I think he's based out of. Philly, if I recall correctly. Okay, okay. But, like, I love him. I love all of his work. This was gorgeous. It was... She should have asked him... I think she had him recreate it for her because he had made it for, like, a collection of his. I feel like what she should have done is she should have had him turn it into shorts. That would have made her curves so much more accentuated. It would have made it look more centaur-like, which would have really brought the fantasy. And it just would have made it so much easier to walk in because... The skirt cut her off in a weirdly weird place, yes. and it made her look incredibly boxy, and she's not. Mm-hmm. And that's what was shocking. I was like, that's not an Ariel Versace silhouette. That's, that was, it was just a very strange choice. Yeah, I mean, again, for, like, little details. I wanted the fur to go all around the screen. Yeah. Like, why did it stop? Like, what, was it supposed to be something on the animal? But it didn't go on the top. It, w- it was not a complete design for this challenge. No. Uh, that being said, I'm still turned on by this look because she did expose her pasties and I saw boy parts and I like her. Um, I saw the sign. I still saw the sign. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Silky Nomad Ganache is Capricorn. I, I don't get it at all. I didn't see Capricorn. Um, the paint splatter and then the plastic paillettes on the side plus the Yeti boots. Which one is Capricorn again? Um, I... Is that the goatfish one? Horsefish one? I don't remember. Goatfish? What? Goatfish? Yeah, wasn't it goatfish? Because that was the same one that... Raja was right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Goat fish. Wait. So she had the horns. She had fins. Okay. Now, now it's formulating in my head. Maybe it was like splatter paint, water color, for me, something. There was simply no cohesion to this look whatsoever. No, not for the challenge. Anyway, um, I did not see the sign. Nah. Okay. Evie Oddly is Leo. This is how you do drag. Digital lion for the win. It's modern and unique and still gives you the Leo feel. The dreads are impeccable. The makeup is sensational. And I love this so much. Top toot of the week from me. I'm excited to see, like, I was not, I was shocked by what it was. I wasn't shocked that it was coming from Evie already. Not that in a bad way and not at all in a bad way. I was thrilled to see it. I would love to see more of what she brought in the challenge, which was the pretty... I Like, not saying that she should have done it for this. This was perfect. 
But I I'm excited to see her do pretty in the future. I'm sure she will. I'm, but I'm, this, I'm optimistic. For, the, for, this, for the time being, this was fan-fucking-nastic, and I saw every single piece of the sign. Yeah, me too. I saw that sign. Vanessa Vanjie Mateo as Libra. And this is... She's a fucking Libra. This is what you get when you have a lot of money from doing the show already. That being said, do you think Valentina is let her borrow all those roses? I think Sasha Valore let her borrow those roses because they were more accentuated and important. I love the look. It's a strong concept to explore Libra in. And um, she again, gorgeous. it was it was she looked expensive. I'm curious if she was wearing a wig under that. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. Um, I saw the sign. One thing I would have loved to see would just be like a little spit curl of hair at the top of her head, but I still saw the sign. Yeah. Alright, this one I think is going to be controversial, but we're going to talk about it. Curious C. Davenport as Pisces. Um, her runways are showing us that she is the pageant queen. Mm-hmm. The hair is stunning. I liked the scale pattern, but it literally looks like she glued two fish to her dress. And it ruined the entire look. It honestly looked like a kindergarten project. Oh, I kind of loved it. No. I kind of liked like, it Like, take a lot. those off and it's a fucking incredible pageant look. Put those fish on and it looks horrid. And it ruined the entire thing. Like, when she turned around and all you saw was that, like, like paper cut. Okay, like, yes, that, that I'll agree with, like, yes. Like, it didn't, it, it disserviced her. But one thing she did slightly better than Brooklyn is I knew immediately that she was Pisces. I didn't assume she was an Aquarius. Sure. Fine. They looked like kindergarten projects. Maybe that For was me, the intention? Yeah, no, I highly <laughs> doubt that one. Not from that I did not see the sign. Yeah, I did. Okay. And see, that's why we're allowed to have disagreements on this show. Not everyone has to listen to Michael Block. In fact, no one does. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, Mercedes Amon Diamond as Sagittarius. She couldn't work that arrow. That was painful. She couldn't work um, any part of that. I'm so sorry. Like oh. The glitter in um, the front of the hair didn't really fly. She has a really great smile and her beat is sick, but she does not know how to sell a look on the runway. It was just so... The the outfit itself, not even just her walk, but the outfit was so clunky. It was basic. It was very basic. Um, it was it, it, it did not highlight what I think she has. It, like, it wasn't even, like, cohesive as a piece. It was... And it, it, like, we know that she's said it before. She is short. She's 5'3". It showed that she's 5'3". Yeah. It really, like, especially the shoulders really, like, weighed her yeah, down. Yeah, she looks like Quasimodo. Yeah. Um, I did not see the sign. I liked her hair, though, but I didn't see the sign either. Yeah. Come on, Teresa's Aries. Proves that you can wear shake and go on Drag Race. Oh, God. That, um, was a, that was a rock star wig. I love the color concept. I think it's uh, fiery and fun, but the garment itself was a bit problematic. It was um, cute at first, and then... What I'm going to say is I sincerely believe if she had better hair, things would not have ended the way it did. I agree. Yeah. Because the horns were fantastic. Yeah. She needed a mane. Of some sort. Something. It just, it didn't need to be that stark yellow. It didn't, but it didn't even fit right. No. It was it not even combed right. Um, I did not see the sign. And then the train just tore off and it was a mess, yeah. so I didn't see the sign. And finally, Scarlet Henvy as Pisces, borrowing a gimmick from the colonoscopy playbook. The bubble gums, guns, if you're going to use, needed to tie into the outfit a bit better, because bitch, this outfit is everything. It was creepy and haunting and beautiful the mug is exceptional and it was different for her her lips were freaking me out the I'm, whole time i was honestly like, i'm very proud to see something different from her yes absolutely um the head it was still so 
feminine. Yeah, that headpiece gave that gill effect, and the sleekness of the dress is so sexy. I, I'm very proud of Scarlet this episode. Um, again, we didn't need to see actual fish. No. It worked. Yeah. I saw the sign. Yes, I did too. Well, now it's time to watch some movies. Are you ready to talk about why it gotta be Black Panther? Poor editing. Okay. Well, Plastic and Raja's exposition scene was fine. Yes. But Plastic stole the scene completely. Um, Nina was perfectly campy, and Honey played it way too straight, but that was the role she was given. Um, Someone's whole, gotta be the straight man. Yeah. Even in the right? gay world. The whole Beavis of Harbonnet into Lion King was a very, very funny moment. Oh, really? I thought it was so forced. But Nina made it work. Yes, okay, I'll agree with that, yes. She as long work. as, even if the writing is terrible, you can work well if you're a good actress. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn kind of bombed this challenge, I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of all over the place. Ariel is not the best actress, and it showed. Girl! Yeah. Um, and then I just, this was the moment I really had to clock it. Was Plastique wearing the same boots? Yes, she was wearing mm-hmm. the same boots. Well, it's time to talk about Good God Girl, Get Out. Scarlet and Evie knocked it out of the park. The writing was so much better for them, and I really think they took it and ran. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, if even if the writing is terrible, in the right hands, it can be really well done. I agree. So it, we learned that the person who gets hit by the car is Derek Barry. That's the cameo they paid for? It's the, of, it's the cameo she was worth. Of all the people they had on the previous episode, that's the person who like, go lie on the ground, say this line. As Willem says, she got a check, she got a talent. But it's Derek Barry. Are we like... Would you really want to see anyone else get hit by a car? I mean, no, but are we like signing ourselves up for Derek Barry on All-Stars 5? No, that's why she's here now. Okay, just checking, just checking. Um, Vanjie is so fucking bizarre, and it's slightly funny, but it's not really perfect. It was like almost Ted Bundy-esque, and I kind of loved everything. The only thing she needed to do was throw her hand in her pants. I'm going to make a hot take here. I know what Rue said later on, but I'm blaming the writing mostly for Mercedes and Kahana bombing so badly. Oh, God, yeah. They had nothing to work with. They had with. nothing to work with. I don't Absolutely even think nothing. Meryl Streep and Glenn Close could have done those parts. No. Um, Akira was actually very strong in the scene, and we are now seeing that the bit part in these um, sketches... It's meant to pain. highlight. Yeah. Akira was, I think, for me, the best part of the scene. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. Um, what's the T? Silky was not great. She will in the editing. She seemed better than she was. Yeah, that's well, what that, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the greedy reference that they threw in was funny, um, and I would like to ask if I can get a DMV issued taser. Do you think they'll let me have one? Are those legal in New York? I don't know, but I would like a taser. Actually, no, tasers are legal. It's mace. That's not. So yes. I would like a taser so I can go to drag shows and be like better. Bzz. So what is this South Park with the cattle prod and? Eric singing Christmas go. songs. Well, all I'm going to say is overall the writers need to be fired. Just please hire me. I can do future challenges. I'll give you anything you want. Please hire me. Because this is really getting painful. And it's really making your girls look really bad. Get those lines away from my show. Yeah. Well, it's time for the judges' critique. And before long, Nina, Banji, Silky, Honey, Akira, Raja are all safe. So, let's go down the line. Brooklyn Heights. Michelle called her performance one note. Agreed. Um, Rue continued to call out the Beyonce what line, because apparently Rue was watching. I didn't know Rue decides to be on set if he doesn't Like when Christina Aguilera was watching from the backstage. Yeah, weird. Um, Plastic Tiara, the boots were in fact the same, and Michelle called them out just like we did. 
Uh, Bobby calls her a scene stealer. Which she was. Yeah, Sugar Kane. Michelle calls her beautiful, but calls out the fact that she's not a Scorpio. Um, and Michelle was blown away by her performance. She was great. Yeah, she was good. Ariel Versace. Michelle didn't like the fact that she lifted her skirt at the back of the runway. And Ross called her performance clunky. Like that outfit. Oh, yeah, it's true. Well, you gotta have a theme for the episode. Scarlet Envy. Michelle loved the turquoise titty contour. Have you ever done turquoise titty contour? I've never done any titty contour myself. Why? Just try it out. I should. Um, Sydney loved the bubbles on the runway. And Ross loved that she found peaks and valleys in the performance. She did. She did. <laughs> well, next up was Evie Oddly. Sydney said her acting was superb and thinks she's weird and loves it. Bobby can't wait to see what she does next. The one thing I would say is that after all that effort that Michelle and Ross were telling her to do the accentuated, ridiculous laugh, they cut it to three quarters of what yeah. it was. And I was like, what, what, what the hell Because it's that? a it TV great. show. No, but it was so good. Well, speaking of not so good, Mercedes and on Diamond, Sydney says she fell flat. Okay. Uh, Michelle called out her inability to take direction. Um, and then Mercedes breaks down and shares her stroke story. So, will the sob story knock her out like it did in seasons past, or will she stay? stay and here's the thing is that, out. here's the thing about that, is the one thing I took away from that was when I first heard it, it sounded like it was like a, oh my god, I don't want to be in the bottom, this is my sob story, keep yeah. me out of the bottom. But then I really started thinking about it, and like, remembering what, how the judges were like, talking to her about it, I was like, actually, okay, she's not really trying to be a sob story, it's like, it's hitting her because they're talking about her posture, and that really affects her, so... Yeah. Okay, you're not trying to do a sob story. You're just like you're getting emotional, and you have every right to do that. Yeah. So, well, Kahana, Sydney thinks she did all. All she did was the horns and glitter, and that she and that even she can do that herself. You mean the hair on her chest? <sighs> Ross knows that she was trying hard on Seppi. She reveals that she and Mercedes just did not connect. At the end of the day, Scarlett and Evie win $2,500 from the Creme Shop. Have you um, used anything from the Creme Shop? I'm not even familiar with well, what it is. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. The Creme Shop has face masks for every sign. I have the Aquarius sign that I've not used yet. Oh, that reminds I wanted to say this. I was very underrepresented on that runway. I As am was a I. Gemini. And well, I am there's offended. a reason for that. We didn't get Gemini. We didn't get Taurus. We didn't get Aquarius. Well, they couldn't put Aquarius. Aquarius just won. Shut up. (laughs) Well, Sugar, Plastique, Brooklyn, and Ariel are safe because Mercedes and Kahana are in the bottom two. The song we're going to get is Work Bitch by Britney Spears. And honestly, it's an odd choice because it's a movement-heavy number and not a lyrically-heavy number. I mean, for these two queens to be a movement-heavy number, I was living. Is it movement for your life or lip-sync for your life? Apparently at this point it's it's movement for your life at this point because unless it's gonna be like like last season or no not last season um I guess last season like the last time I was here when we spoke about Dusty versus Monet that was a lyric heavy number and it happened to do a lot they happened to do a lot of like good but here's what I'm gonna say but that that lip sync is more memorable than this one lyrically yes but physically like I was but Monet did physically do things yes. So I think this was just a bad song choice. Um, Kahana, she caught her skirt, and then I think she turned it out. Mercedes took center stage, served that Vogue walk, took that wig off. It was it was a really tough race. I yeah. think Kahana had a little more energy, but it was I Mercedes. I honestly thought Kahana was going to win that one. Yeah, I, I think it could have gone either way. I personally want to see more from Kahana, um, but I think because it was her second time in the bottom, Rue was like, I, I can't save you. Yeah. 
Um, and a little I, bit of Mercedes' sob story. Just a little bit. I, I agree. I think... I personally probably would have eliminated Mercedes. Because I don't know what else she can bring. Kahana, I yeah. know there's a star in there. Yeah, I agree. But, at the end of the day, it is Kahana that went home. Um... If you watch all those stupid YouTube things, there's already rumors of Kahana has already signed on for season twelve, and I'm like, you fucking. I really hope me. not. Like, I don't want this trend anymore. No, love no. Kahana. We've had yourself time. Three seasons in a row of that. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Well, we're gonna talk about Untucked. Did you watch Untucked? I did. Great, let's do this. So the safe girls, they walk on back and they learn that, um, and we, the audience, learn that this was the leaked photo that landed on Reddit over the summer. Yes, I saw that. I noticed that myself, yes. Because um, now we, I want to go back to that Reddit thread and see who everyone thought each person was. Because I know for a fact they did not know that was Honey. So that was exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vanjie wants to know who's in the bottom. Akira says it's Kahana and Mercedes and thinks Kahana... Um, did the I just woke up given Uki uh, Chucky's daughter um, in the mini ch- in the challenge? Uh, Raja thinks Mercedes should be in the bottom and starts to bring up Mercedes' accent. And Akira says you can't fault her for her accent, but you can fault her for the runway. And that's T. Correct. Vanjie thinks Evie turned it, and then the Evie discussion turns from the runway into Honey bringing up Evie coming for Raja in the workroom. Because we had to do that. Of course, someone had to. Raja says Evie was trying to get down to the bottom of the drama and is like, oh no. And then we get the flashback from the episode where they go into it. And Raja really does start the squabble, I'm going to say. But it's Evie who went below the belt. Akira tries to defend Evie's actions by saying nobody spoke up and said the truth and thinks Raja is overthinking this whole situation. Ariel's name is thrown out, and Nina says she doesn't know why Ariel chimed in when she did, but she did think she had a pointed remark. Yeah. I mean, Ariel seems to always have a pointed remark. Akira asks Nina and Silky, because, you know, being bigger, if they feel as if they are at an unfair advantage. They both say no. Silky makes a comment and says that her weight fluctuates, and I get that. I understand that. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I get that. Mm-hmm. I have hog body all the time. Um, and then Honey comments that if she were to jump into a split, and if Silky were to jump into a split, they would go off for Silky. And we're going to start a very interesting conversation because Silky wants to be the first plus-size winner because it's time. She talks about why it would be important to be in the top because no one gets there. And Vanjie and Nina have to remind her about Eureka, Ginger, Thick and Juicy, Roxy Andrews, and Latrice. Um, do you think that was an ignorant comment, or do you think she really did not know? I don't think it was meant to be ignorant. But, like, I think she mo- meant more so, like, not so much that there aren't legends on the show that are plus-size... But it's more so the fact that they that none of them won. And yeah, everyone brought up the fact that Eureka was in the top, but like, how was Eureka not going to be in the top at that yeah. point? But also, like, Latrice was in the top four of her season and probably could have won if it weren't for that dog challenge. So... Well, there you go. And then we're going to get into this this interesting conversation. Honey states that the one thing that those girls did that Silky does not do is she uses her size as an excuse. Yes. Um, Silky says she doesn't, but Honey says lies, 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 and says that Silky complains about no one wanting to design for her, but says all those girls came in costumed. It's true. I mean, in fairness, 
they're saying things, they're talking about things that we didn't actually see from the show, and yes, Silky did complain once about her size, but it was a valid complaint, in my opinion, from episode one, when they said she said there wasn't enough fabric. Yeah, so then... Even though that looked like there was, but still. The other, quote-unquote, big girl, Nina, asks Akiri about why she comments to Silky about complaining about the skinny girls. And it immediately kind of goes to Honey, saying that bigger girls can say whatever they want, and questions what if she were to walk into a room and say, fuck all the fat hoes. Honey knows it would, it would not be okay. And it's true. She's correct. But is that also an excuse for bigger girls to be bitchy and mean all the time? Not no, necessarily. not at all. So it was a very, very interesting discussion, and I un- I got every single side of the story. I understood where every everyone was coming from. Oh, yeah. From. Everyone had valid points. Yeah. Um, Silky says it's a way of empowerment, and Akira thinks she puts others down in order to bring herself up. I could see where she came from with that, but, like, and then Silky said, no, no, I don't mean it that way. Like, I'll go around saying I'm a fat fucking bitch, too, and get, like, I was like, yeah, no, I see where Silky's coming from, too, because what's, like, I believe what Silky's saying is her actual truth, but I totally get where Akira is coming from. What I think is interesting, I think if this whole conversation, if the Akira and Honey sides of the of the dialogue came from Nina, I think it's a different conversation. As a quote-unquote fellow big girl. Yeah. And I think Silky would hear it the way it's intended. Yes. But coming from two stunning, Skinny. beautiful queens, you, ha- you you go into that defense mode. Yes. I understand it. Yes. I get there all the time. Absolutely. Well, the tops and bottoms come back in, and the girls share what was said on the runway. Kahana knows that she has to lip sync, and Mercedes is feeling sad and emotional because she doesn't feel as pretty as she used to. Girl, Cut to... <laughs> Silky brings up the workroom conversation again. Evie says she lashed out because no one would say it to her face about being weird as she was coming up in the Denver scene. Raja and Evie get into it again because Raja is still butthurt and Evie just doesn't give a shit about um, Raja. And this is going to be a fun little rivalry I'm excited to see. Um, Evie has a rough exterior, so when she apologizes, it really does not come off as sincere. So what do you do in this situation as Raja? You run Lee. away? Yeah. No, that's really pathetic. Yeah. No, I was, it was such an overreaction. Like, I truly did believe Evie was genuinely apologizing. She was being very harsh about it, but also they were, like, all yelling at her. So yeah. she had to be just like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to tell you that I'm sorry, but you're not listening, and I'm telling you I'm sorry. And Raja was like, well, I don't believe you, so I'm just going to walk away. It's like, Well, Honey says we have to stay here and talk things out, not walk away from them because it's untucked, and that's what we do here. And Honey, there is your meme moment. Congrats, you will be going down in untucked history. Waiting for the music to start. Um... Evie is frustrated because she's trying not to be that girl, but she is already doing it. And you know what? That's the stress of the show. That's what happens. At least she's not the vixen. Oh, boy. Raja chats with Plastique outside, and we have not been outside on Untucked for a couple seasons. Were they even smoking? No, they weren't. Raja just ran away. No, they weren't smoking, Um, were they? And she gets at Evie by calling her that girl who verbally gets under your skin. You know those people. but, like, I don't even see Evie as that. No. I don't think she meant to, like, get under her skin. She was throwing insults around, yeah, but it had it wasn't to be like, 
oh, if I say this, she'll get, it'll get under her skin and she'll fuck up everything. It's like, no, it was, she was just being insulting for the sake of being insulting. Yeah. Well, it's time for some happy moments as Bobby Moynihan comes backstage because he's a huge Drag Race fan. Honey sits on his lap and then he shares his stories about SNL and reveals that James Anderson was the guy, the writer who came up with the Drag Race sketch. And Bobby says that he regrets that he didn't do a death drop in the sketch. So he decides to do some sort of a drop of some sort um, on Drag Race. 41 year old dad. 41 drop as he called it. Yeah, it was it was it was a cute moment. Um, I was glad to see him because I'm a huge SNL fan. I love him on one hand. So Evie and Raja talk it out again on their own and they give each other a hug. But I think it was okay. We're gonna leave the night as friends but we're not well i wouldn't say friends but we're gonna leave this night amicably yeah well kahana and mercedes get encouragement from the other girls and they are both determined to win but at the end of the day it's kahana that goes home a bit too soon in my opinion kahana worries about disappointing her drag mom coco and she cries as she reads the letters because she is she feels like she belongs um as she says drag daddy out but wait i'm still here bitch drag daddy forever who called her that in the first place? She Did you not see her hat on episode one? She's I know, hat. I'm still saying, who called her that? I don't know, but I want that hat. Kahana, I'm going to text you. I want the fucking hat, please. Um, I have some burning questions for you. You ready okay. for them? Is Silky going to tone it down in the workroom, or do you think she'll unapologetically still be herself? I think she'll meet a, she'll find a happy medium at some point. And do you think that will be the redemption arc that is going to make her a potential fan favorite? I think she's kind of already a fan favorite, so I don't no, think... Well, she's she... polarizing right now. She's very Okay, polarizing. yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. I don't think she needs a redemption, per se. She just needs to tone it down. I don't think... I don't see that as a redemption. I see that as growth. Sure. Um, so if you saw in the preview for next episode, why another acting challenge? Why are we... Ga- what are we gaining from these from these challenges? Now, I will say, someone said the same thing to me last night. Someone who I was texting said the same thing to me. Who is it? Say the name. It was Mikey Moe. But <laughs> I don't want to say that out loud. Why? <laughs> Why? Laura. Reasons. Uh, anyway. Um, we'll talk about that off of Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> no, but because um, he said the same thing. And I was like, yes, but from what I'm seeing, if it's following the same kind of formula, it's probably another um, uh, improv challenge. And those are very different, in my opinion. An improv challenge can be really great. Or really bad, Mayhem Miller. Um, but, like, it's not an acting challenge, per se, because acting is different from improv, at least in my personal opinion, having okay. done both. All right, all right. Um, moving forward, who's in danger? If it's improv, I'm thinking Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else might be in danger for that one? Uh, probably Ariel. I'm worried for Raja. I, she wasn't featured that much in the preview, so maybe not. She might be okay, okay. at it. And Kahana. Uh, not Kahana. Uh, Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. Oh, I think Mercedes and um, Raja are my two. Uh-oh. You and Deja Girl. Raja's reminding me very much, and I hate to say it this way, but only in terms of the show itself, not her aesthetic in any way, shape, or form, of Ms. Jasmine Masters. Interesting, interesting. Okay. All right. Can you pick a winner after two episodes? I don't think so. Right, I don't fine. even, like, and the fact that everyone's, like, like, everyone all over social media is, like, going off about every little thing. I was like, it's been two episodes. Calm down. Well, this was fun. Where can all the kids find you on social media? They can find me at Allure Borealis, all one word. And you could probably check hashtag Astoria Borealis, because 
you know yeah internet sensation that is that was you but yeah are you on venmo no it won't let me change my venmo from my boy self that's unfortunate so i guess you can never have money i mean they can send me money if they want just not to allura well dm her she'll give you the uh boy account Mm -hmm. allura this was a pleasure thank you for being here it was fantastic i always have fun doing this part (laughs) 